You're listening to Teenage One Brain on InspiredDisorderCollective.com. Do you wanna get right? Do you wanna get right? Do you wanna get right? Right. I'm back. Shoe. Do the shoe. Back to the good old comfortable shoe. <laughs> yes. We should do the show during the week. More news stories happen during the week. Have you noticed that? Nothing fucking happens on Fridays. Yeah. We could change that actually. They've been wanting me to switch my days off at work. So Oh, okay. Well, we let me could. Know. If it works better for you, I could probably make that happen. Any day is fine. Yeah, because I was thinking about it. I'm like, okay, so we have the the Cleveland story, which has been talked about so much. It's just bled to death. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing left to talk about anymore. But it's like, fuck, we always miss news. Did you hear the uh, the remix video? Oh, of uh, Charles Ramsey? Yeah. No, I haven't yet. Did you, you play it? Okay. That guy is quite the character. Absolutely. He's a very entertaining individual. Did you hear about uh, how... Um, I knew something was wrong when a little pretty white girl ran into a black man's arms. Dad gave away. I fucked up the beginning. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I'm talking with Charles Ramsey. He's a neighbor. Uh, t- walk me through again what happened this afternoon. I knew something was wrong when a little pretty white girl ran into a black man's arms. Dad gave away. Dad gave away. My neighbor got big testicles because we see this dude every day. We eat ribs with this dude. But we didn't have a clue that that girl was in that house. She said, please help me get out. They're giving away, 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 they're giving away. My neighbor got big testicles because we see this dude every day. We eat ribs with this dude. But we didn't have a clue that that girl was in that house. She said, please help me get out. So I open the door. We can't get in now. Okay. <laughs> it's just amazing what they can do with fucking auto-tune. Like the day after that came out. And it's like one of the best uh, like remix type things that I've ever... I love that shit. Because I've, like, I've gotten into this routine of when I wake up, I wake up a little early. And then I go grab my iPad and I go to Reddit and just go through the different videos. Or ones yeah. that like seem they'd be interesting. Some days yeah. they're shitty. Some days it's like tons <laughs> of fucking so much entertainment. Yeah, that guy's a, that guy's an absolute character. Yeah, man. I mean, it just yeah, it just every everything that I've heard the nine one one call to the yeah. interview to the other interview. It's like yeah, he was just a. I mean, he was a journalist uh, dream, oh, newscaster's yeah. dream. Yeah, man, great character. Just very energetic black man. He's they're just actually dream. Um, Christina Pazitsky, the comedian, she does the Your Mom's House podcast. They've been talking about it a lot, and huh. uh, and she has a show in Cleveland. They like put a call out. It's like we need him at the show. We're gonna give him beers, and we're gonna interview him in the green room. Sure, yeah, <laughs> that'd be hilarious, man. Oh, it's, oh, so I I thought he maybe show, uh, showed up. 
Oh, no, I don't know. I don't, I think it's this weekend. They're it, wow, that'd so, be great. Yeah, <laughs> just drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but then you heard the uh, the other thing with a guy that they uh, that said he was the first person to uh, to get this girl out, or he's the hero. Did you hear about that guy, the Puerto Rican guy, who can't speak English, that supposedly kicked in the door? No, I did not. Oh really? Yeah. There's a Puerto Rican guy out there that uh, uh, he said he uh, basically, you know, he said he was the one that actually uh, kicked in the door, mm-hmm. uh, got her out, and then Charles Ramsey like helped her. Oh. But it's not, uh, you know. See, that's the thing with the news, though. I mean, which would you rather have, Puerto Rican guy that doesn't speak English or Charles Ramsey? Fuck, you want the character, man? <laughs> exactly. It's a better story, <laughs> way better auto tune song. Yeah. <laughs> I would assume. I don't know. Maybe they can come up with something for the other dude. You'd have to auto-tune the translator. That'd be boring. Yeah. It'd just sound like a, a spicier Stephen Hawking. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a big story. That's why I was like, God damn, we always miss these big stories. Nothing, well, ha- nothing usually happens on the on yeah. the weekend. There was another one where was this uh, video that went viral, this kid going off on the teacher. Uh, oh, I saw that. Yeah, and then he's been interviewed a bunch of times and... Long hair. Yeah, text. he. I swear that dude does like uh, slam poetry or something. The way he was like talking, yeah, that's what it is. I couldn't put my fucking. I couldn't yeah. put my finger on it. Like what he does, not hip hop. No, it's not because yeah. he's like you should be doing your job, and it was just <laughs> this articulating and this up and down high notes and low notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was funny. That's I like the kid. I'm like, yeah. I like what you're saying, but just why do you like? I, that was the only thing I didn't like is that he, the way <laughs> yeah, he, he I had all those inflections. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, I mean, it helped. Like, you know, it helped him articulate what he was saying a lot better than what you know a normal teenager. I would like. I couldn't have said shit like that. That, oh. are, you know. So it kind of the style at least helped him slow down and articulate himself the way yeah. it should have been done when he was doing it. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I was an idiot when I was a kid. My yeah. con- that conversation would have been like, fuck you. You fucking you can't teach for shit, man. Yeah. Well, I, I, fuck, well, fine. Fucking out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm still an idiot, man. <laughs> I like the my conversation walking out of a classroom when I was his age. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that was entertaining, though. But yeah, they've been interviewing him on the news. I think he still kind of talks like that when he, in his interviews, too. Yeah. Fuck, man. Get, 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 get. Get what got you to the dance. I'm stuttering like fuck today. Weird. Yeah, Great. Uh, we're all having strokes. They all happen <sighs> periodically throughout the day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this was uh, this is news. I'm actually going to play this for police report um, or this uh, this news uh, clip or whatever. Um, so I'll just uh, I'll play it for you and uh, and you, you can kind of figure it out and I'll watch your facial expression after you. Oh, after you. Watching a man walk into a movie theater in full tactical gear carrying a gun. Tonight, management at the Capitol A Theater in Jefferson City is speaking out for the first time since police were called for what they were told was an active shooter situation. It happened this past weekend during the opening of the new Iron Man 3 movie. It turned out to be nothing but a publicity stunt. ABC 17's Daniel Wynn spoke with police, witnesses, and... First of all, how fucking stupid are you? Yeah. Uh, You worked in a movie theater, so, I mean... Yeah. Obviously, you probably didn't have to deal with this shit, but... No. Could you imagine if your manager at that point just came to you? I mean, you know, sat down with you in a meeting and said, I got this great idea. Here's what we're going to do. What we're going to do. We're going to have a guy <laughs> in full tactical gear with, with a fake gun walk into a movie theater. Yeah. Especially, yeah, that's a great idea. 
yeah, especially after like you know the Batman. That's great. It's been done already. Yeah. So first off, it's not an original idea. Second yeah. off, not really great taste for. I don't know if that's going to help get more people to the theater. It's unbelievable. How fucking stupid do you got to be? What? What? Really low. Like you had. You have to think that at some time. I mean this. I, I don't know if they'll interview the guy or not. I haven't watched the full article or the full uh, clip on this, but you have to think at one point that, I mean, did this guy not have any second thoughts about this or thought that it was maybe a bad idea that never crosses mind at one time, this manager, of this movie theater. Yeah. I don't know, man. I theaters nowadays, just because it's hard to get people in, they're not really making the money except for like 3d movies. I think they might be, I don't yeah. really know the state back when I worked at movie theaters, they were like, on the verge of going under. Um, so they, they were like ahead of the recession, uh, yeah. but they, they do crazy stuff. Now a friend of mine, uh, she was working at a movie theater kind of recently. And she like this whole elaborate, um, I, I want to say it was like the Shire from Hobbit. It was like trying to promote the Hobbit thing. And like, yeah, you know, art of like a little playtown almost of oh, scenery okay. in the lobby. You know, yeah, it's like stuff like that never happened back when I worked there. They have like standees, the big you know cardboard poster deals. That's you yep. know maybe sometimes they moved or there was a three D one. You know, but that wasn't nothing as elaborate as like going into a, a produced you know scenery of, of a movie. So yeah, and <laughs> you know it's younger people that work at theaters, so it's some. You know, probably some manager that's early 20s and they're like, I got a great fucking idea and, <laughs> you know, not really thinking. Because when you come up with great ideas when you're that age, you're not really thinking of all the possible yeah. <laughs> downsides to. I, I got this great idea, guys. Let me know see what you think. I'm going to dress them up in full tactical gear and they're going to come into the theater and go. Yeah. Make it happen. And what's the point of that? Like, I could see dressing up as Iron Man or a character. Yeah. Like, if they were just dressed in, like, SWAT gear, that's, like, wh- how does that relate? How is that promoting Iron Man 3? Nothing to do with Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, see, you got a great point. Like, if they're sitting in the theater and all of a sudden, you know, uh, halfway through the movie, they they pause it or, you know, just screen goes black and then Iron Man walks in. I mean, yeah, that's that makes perfect sense. I don't think people are going to feel threatened that Iron Man's walking into the theater or say, oh, we might have a surprise for you in the middle of the movie, yeah. you know? This I would surprise that, you. I, when I go to a movie theater, I don't. There's a reason I go there. If I want a movie stopped, I'll rent it. Like yeah, if I want to have the ability, the power, the magical power to stop a movie, I'll just rent it or buy it. But when I go to a theater, the reason why I go is so I can't. Like I have to sit there and focus on the movie and enjoy the movie. I yeah. don't have all these other distractions and stopping the movie, especially. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> See, the biggest publicity thing that I remember, or yeah. really the only thing that I remember from any like publicity of theaters, is they did this really cool thing. I Probably it's dumb as shit now that you know it's how many years later, but when I first saw the movie, it was really cool. So I went to go see the Blair Witch Project in the theater. Yeah, and, I was working um, at the theater when that came out. Okay. And yeah. what they did is uh, we the theater that we went to, they had a balcony. Mm-hmm. Fuck, was it our theater? God damn it. I can't remember... It's this has been so long though. No, they didn't do it to us. I apologize. They did it, I think, the opening night. Or was it to us? God damn it. It's been so long ago. Either (laughs) way, this is what they did. They had a balcony in the theater and they didn't let anyone sit there. So while the movie was going on, you know those little stick things that you saw hanging up in the woods in the movie? Yeah. They hung those stick things at the base of like the balcony, you know? 
And then after the movie was over, there was like a scream. The lights came on and then everyone looked back and those stick things were hanging, you uh -huh. know? Yeah. Okay. It's kind of a cool, you yeah. know, publicity stunt or whatever back in the day. It was, you know, whatever. But I mean, this is, this is just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how any, anyone thought this was a great idea. I don't you know? either, but you know, whatever. It's movie theater. You don't get a whole lot of uh, business savvy people working in movie theaters. So, I guess. You know. Well, let's uh, let's see what else they have to say. Management. Daniel, sounds like police were not too happy. They weren't happy, but the theater is standing by the promotion. <laughs> yeah, they definitely are. They say they're there to do a job, and that's entertain, and they would do that again. But police <laughs> and moviegoers are questioning that logic after incidents. Like Newtown, Connecticut, and Aurora, Colorado. Yeah, we we had just finished watching uh, Iron Man three. John Morlock is a retired Army war veteran. Oh, Jesus and Christ! From post traumatic stress oh, syndrome. Oh God! A trip to the movies last weekend triggered memories he never oh. wanted to relive. Oh God! Could you imagine? <laughs> what theater is this? It can't be a big theater chain. I don't think if so. It's uh, standing by it. That's not like AMC's going. No, this is legit, man. This is great idea. We trust our management team on entertaining. It's like your job isn't to fucking entertain movie theaters. The movies are supposed to entertain. All you are supposed to do is sell popcorn and soda for way more than it's worth. Yeah, exactly. And and take tickets and you know sweep up popcorn. Like that's it's a very easy business model. You, you, the product comes in. There's people in like L.A. and all over the world that make these films that they that entertain people. You don't have to do that. Yeah, it says all it says is Jefferson City, Missouri. Oh man, so, I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll say the name of the theater. Let's see if they say it. Getting into the car when I spotted uh, a man in, in full assault gear, uh, carrying <laughs> uh, what appeared to be a modified M4 and a nine millimeter on his side, uh, walking toward the theater. He didn't call police, but several <laughs> others did. When we received the call, it was uh, a series of, of 911 calls stating that a uh, man dressed in all black with what appeared to be body armor with a rifle was walking into Capitol A theaters. It was a full response. Police thought they were walking into an active shooter situation. Uh, everything's in place. It's an opening night of a superhero movie. It's uh, somebody walking in in all dark clothes. It's, it's carrying a rifle. It's everything points to bad things that are about to happen. Uh, there's really no good that can come of that. But thankfully, oh, it wasn't bad. It was all part of a movie opening. Did you take into consideration what happened in Colorado when you were thinking about putting this together? Absolutely. I, that's my... <laughs> Why the fuck did you do it? What the fuck do you think inspired me? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. You just like, don't get that idea from... <laughs> It's a great oh. premise, bad execution. Yeah, exactly. Us, uh, <laughs> us people in Missouri know how to entertain people that are going to go see a superhero movie, okay? Oh, yeah, that came into my head, but you still thought it was a brilliant idea. I just, I don't, yeah, well, we'll probably have to listen to see what his reasoning was, but it says Capital 8 Theater. I don't know. Capital 8 thir uh, Theater, Jefferson City, Missouri. I don't know who owns it. Probably him. Yeah, it's probably a small. It would have to be fucking dinkus has to say if my number one priority every single day when i come into this building is the safety and security of the guests that i have in this building <laughs> see owner <laughs> his number one priority is security of the of his guests in the, even though it was fake yeah that's his number one priority they just don't know they're not they can't think of why it's wrong so they're like saying it's like don't worry We're, our safety is our number one thing 
that's so it's okay if we let people walk around with assault, assault rifles and nine millimeters in you know full armor like it that's but, okay because that's it's part of what we are man safety yeah it's all a joke though you know just Absolutely. remember this is all a joke so that that's okay you know, not when a guy walks in with a fucking fake nine millimeter and a rifle and people start screaming and jumping and tripping over each other and shit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's a lot of factors that go against your safety rules. I just can't. I just it's like someone uh, it's it's like uh, you ever meet those people that just can't admit they're fucking wrong. Yeah, like, I, I talk to myself them, all the know? time, man. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. I mean, you just it's the people that can't admit that they're fucking wrong. Yeah. No matter what it is, they see their justification. Yeah. I, I, that's me. I do that. I do that all the time. I don't like it. And I don't even really notice it. Like sometimes I'll like, what the fuck am I even still like arguing this point? But I'll do it. I just, I don't know. I used to get in like long, not arguments, but discussions with like roommates and stuff like that and it would just go in circles and circles and it's like i know sometimes i was right a lot of the times i'm right most of the time um but every once in a while like that point zero one percent when i was wrong i would still like fuck this i am committed to (laughs) i'm gonna not only prove it to them that i'm right but i'm also gonna try and prove it to myself even though i know it's it's wrong it's like arguing with my wife you know I understand that we argue a lot of the times I am wrong. I get that. But we argue, you know, in some situations where I know I'm 100 percent right. But at, at the end of the day, I just admit that I'm I'm fucking wrong yeah. <laughs> just to get the argument over with because it's not going to buck. Yeah. You know? it, yeah. Yeah. No, I know. That's that's part of being in a relationship, man, is just exactly. like fucking giving up, man. Just give up little little piece at a time. It's like, OK. 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 <laughs> OK. All right. You're right. The notebook is fine cinematography. It's the greatest yeah. story ever told. I agree. We, so we got in a little, there wasn't an argument last night, but it was a little bit of a tiff because she, she doesn't, uh, I don't know her deal, but she doesn't look at uh, like, uh, she, she, like I have to force her to watch like classic movies, you know, because she looks, she's just like picks movies out by like fucking box covers, like Clockwork know? Orange style. Yeah, like strap her down and yeah. tie her eyes. I was like, you must watch Goodfellas with me. Exactly. Oh God, I've tried so many times to get her to watch that movie. I watch that movie at least probably five or six times a year, right. but I could not get her to watch that fucking movie. But yeah, it's like that movie. Or like last night we were gonna watch. I'm like, come on, let's just watch The Untouchables. And I've never seen The Untouchables, but I'm like, oh, I'm sure it's decent. Yeah. Turned out that. I actually turned it off about a half an hour into it because it stunk. But oh. um, yeah, <laughs> I haven't like, seen it either. But I've heard people yeah. like recommend it all the time. Really? Oh, it's terrible. I thought it was fucking terrible. I think I was more just angry at the whole premise of yeah. it, you know, with the prohibition and shit like that. I'm like, that was something that I forgot actually existed. You know, you forget that it exists because you could just walk into a liquor store and buy beer or alcohol at any time. But yeah. I mean, there was a time for 13 years in our country where you could not fucking buy alcohol or drink alcohol it was against the law yeah well i mean there's i think of it i kind of reminded of it more just because of the whole marijuana discussion how that it's like a prohibition like we're gonna look eventually it's gonna be legalized and regulated like alcohol and cigarettes and it's gonna be you know we're gonna look back and it's like what took so fucking long you know like so many things like you know gay rights just there's a lot of social issues that are like around that most people are like, what the fuck is this still around for? It's like a, it's like an old law. You go through like some some town, like old law, and they're like, you can't ride a donkey with a carrot in your hand on a Thursday. Like yep. there's just weird random laws. So you can't wear a fucking hamburger helmet. 
<laughs> yeah, well, that's a good law. That should stay in the books. <laughs> or a hamburger hat. Yeah. That's one in St. Cloud, actually, where I grew up. <laughs> it's illegal to wear a hamburger on your head. <laughs> Don't go to Wisconsin because they'll just try and like throw cheese in it. Just <laughs> exactly. Hats can't mingle. No. But no, it's just, yeah, it's the same thing. People just yeah. are people are going to look back at some of this shit and go, "That was absolutely ridiculous." And that's why I couldn't watch like that's why it was very tough for me to watch the Untouchables because I was just so angry the entire time. I'm like, I can't believe that they, you know, felt that way and had that law in set for so many years, and then, yeah. you know, he was so for it, you know, like Elliot Ness and shit. And it's just like, ugh, it was just I, I just I had to turn it off. So more maybe I don't know, maybe it was a good movie. Maybe I was just too angry. Yeah. I don't get recommended it to me, but I, I hear it on like a lot of people's list of like, you know, good movies, you know, kind of deals. Not like top movies, but like gangster. I don't know. I hear it. It comes up a lot. There's a lot of those movies that people recommend are yeah. like the, some of the top 10 movies of all time. I'm like, these movies fucking suck. Citizen Kane for is, for me, a perfect example. That movie stinks. Yeah, I, I tried to watch it. It's been a while, so I might be able to get through it now. But yeah, I couldn't. It was like, what? This is so slow. Yeah. Like uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Everybody says amazing. And I love Kubrick, but I can't. It's like I, I probably five, 10 minutes and it's like I'm falling asleep, man. I can't yeah. do this. I can't. I don't have the. I don't have the stamina to watch this movie. I, mean, I haven't watched it, but I know it's probably really good if you can just get through it. Yeah, I've I've never seen that movie, but I'm like that way with like yeah, like uh, Citizen Kane's one. Um, God, what was the other one? Everyone just fucking gets a boner over the uh, the Godfather. I think it's a good movie, but I, I I'll never watch it again. Yeah, I think it's. Um, I don't know. I think it's more like pride, like a lot of people have. Or a lot of people just like Italian, like kind of stories, mafia stories, and stuff like that. Like Scarface is so, like Scarface is good, but it's not like worthy of being on every wall of every like twenty year old in college or something like that. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think Scarface sucks. Yeah, but I can't stand that movie. Yeah, but then it's just like I think it's more cultural pride. You know, people kind of, especially if it like Italian culture relates to your culture, like Spanish or whatever. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with that. But I don't know. I'm not like a sociologist. Hear the rest of this uh, Dick Nose has to say about this. Absolutely, this is amazing marketing strategies. Yeah, no, this is perfect. I, I guarantee you, movie theaters around the country are going to take after this game. Yeah, I'm going to open one. Bob Wilkins tells me this was planned for months in advance, <laughs> and only a few people were upset. But hundreds were entertained, he says. No regrets for allowing this publicity. Scene. No, my job is to entertain people. No, you're not. Your job's to fucking manage a movie theater and show movies and make sure they run on time. That's your job, isn't it? Clean the cum off the ground. Yes. Jesus. Wait, <laughs> wait, yeah. What, Depends no, on the movie theater you work at. Yeah, exactly. Isn't that his job? Is to manage his employees and fucking make sure the movies run on time yeah. and everything's set up properly. Yeah. I mean, and the movie itself will entertain the client, so there's Hopefully. no need for more entertainment. Yeah, just because people don't know how to make good movies anymore doesn't mean movie theater owners need to start entertaining people because it's not they don't know how to do that. The whole the whole purpose behind their establishment is to show a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know. It's like you don't fantasy land. Yeah, you don't go to McDonald's for like dinner theater. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, it'd be annoying as shit if I'm eating at McDonald's and I got Ronald McDonald and all his fucking, you know, little friends prancing around. I don't go to McDonald's. I'm yeah. gonna go to McDonald's. I'm gonna eat and get the fuck out of there. You know? Yeah. yeah. Or just don't go. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
And so let's see what the uh, what the other guy has to say. Unbelievable. It really is. It's unbelievable. The whole country is talking about gun control because of shootings at theaters and schools. Uh, it's an unfortunate lack of, of wisdom in this particular judgment that hopefully will never occur again. Hold on. What do you think? Uh, I'm taking 10 to 1 odds. There's going to be a fucking uh, a stupid little tagline at the end of this from one of the news journalists. What do you think? Oh, yeah, probably. I, well, it's probably going to be horrible. But <clears throat> Let's see what they say. I'll be surprised if there isn't, but we'll check it out. Shoemaker went on to say he's glad one of his officers wasn't there off duty because it's likely they would have tried to engage the actor and had the actor not put down the fake weapons. He worries, worries things could have turned out much worse. Reporting live in Jefferson City, Daniel. Nope. nope. Wow. You lucked out. Yeah, right. that another thing. That actor could have gotten fucking shot up. Because <laughs> sometimes there's cops out there that like to shoot guns at people. And, you know, and plus just everything going on, you know. Well, there's some people in that theater, too, that might have a fucking conceal and carry. I mean, yeah. who knows? You know, obviously, uh, they might have a ban on on weapons at the at the front door, but I mean, what if it isn't one, you know? And that guy just carries. Yeah, you know. Well, and it sounded just, like the dude was outside the theater when they saw it. it didn't sound like it was inside. Maybe yeah. Just, no, I don't know. That's stupid. And, People and are someone, fucking someone stupid. Outside. <laughs> someone from the outside could have shot the guy. No, I thought that's where they saw the guy in armor and are. Yeah, the, that's like, what it, that's what I mean. I mean, if you're going into, let's say. You know, you're pulling up. All right, let's let's take this case, this scenario, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're a licensed gun owner. You got to conceal and carry, but you're going to the movie, and you know the movie theater bans guns on the premises, right? So you're pulling up your car. You're getting ready to park. You're outside of the movie theater, and you see this guy walking in with fucking tactical gear on. Yeah. He could have, you know, a responsible gun owner could have fucking pulled a gun and shot the guy right there. Yeah. And, it's just, and you know, in his eyes, it could have diminished a, a threat. Yeah clearly wouldn't have though and then who people would have gone crazy <laughs> yes. oh my goodness people would have flipped the fuck out the who staged this one is this the yeah. nra no this was the government obama sent that guy in a flak jacket to theater yeah. in missouri yeah so the, so the, the manager's a patsy yeah he's a patsy <laughs> oh man yeah that could have been a completely different oh, that would have made that story well well, obviously somebody would have died. Well, maybe he just got shot and winged, and then he survived. So it's not a horrible end to the story. But that yeah. would have been like, what the fuck? First off, you got a stupid fucking theater owner that thinks it's entertaining to have people show up with guns to a movie theater. Yeah, and well, and thinks that he has the uh, the obligation to entertain people to begin with. And then on top of that, you know, some some dude, just random dude, shoots the actor, quote unquote. <laughs> fucking idiots people God, it still it still brings you back to the question though what does a guy in tactical gear have anything to do with fucking iron man no, yeah exactly nothing not a I goddamn thing it. yeah it's a, and yeah it's like at least explain how that relates to the movie give me something like you can't just yeah. have random <sighs> stupid and he, even it would it would have been a, 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 a even if he was dressed up as iron man Let's say, let's say this. If he was dressed up as Iron Man walking outside, mm-hmm. okay, everyone sees him. They're like, oh, it must be a promotion thing. But as soon as that guy dressed up as Iron Man enters the theater, that might be a different scenario too. Eh, because maybe. it's dark. Depends on the quality of Iron Man's suit. The, yeah. the more high quality it looks, 
the more like okay this is just a promotion but if it looks cheap yeah like made out of empty beer cases yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's it's like an iron man but he's got a you know he's still carrying a gun (laughs) like okay he doesn't need one of those that's what like he shoots shit out of his hands and stuff but and then you know you could have done it too with your promotion if you were going to do something like that i mean have him i i mean it, it still doesn't even make any sense to have him come in before the movie starts you know what i mean yeah it like when it's lights, you know, there's light in the theater. And if the guy's going to do a fucking promotional stunt, why doesn't he just bring his shit into the movie theater and get dressed in the bathroom? Yeah, I don't. You know what? Dude, nothing. It's you can't. Yeah. It's <laughs> so fucking stupid. This whole promotional idea that like you can't even like nothing. You can't even come up with a shitty story to make it logically reasonable that this would happen. Yeah, because what's he gonna do? Show up and here for work, boss. Yeah, it's like there's no there's no reason. It's you're a fucking idiot. Just like stay home. Like as an actor, there's like no. the, everybody involved in that situation is a fucking idiot because they're like, well, this is gonna be a great idea. I can't wait for this gig. It's gonna be amazing. We're gonna entertain some people at the movie theater with my guns. I get to show off my guns. Hope they it's bought just, the ticket for the gun show. It's just got uh it's just got bad news written all over it. There's no. Uh, there's nothing good. No. Nothing good about it. No, it's bad news literally and figuratively or whatever. Yeah, both. Both <laughs> at the same time. Do you want to hear about the other news story? Absolutely, man. A lot of news. So we went from that one to uh, to this one, and uh, we'll see what, uh, see what you think about it. Uh, but yeah. uh, this is the next big one. Something as small as a taco. It's good. It's a little chewy. It's causing quite a big roar around Tampa Bay. Fucking boo. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking boo. <laughs> just wait. Just wait. Okay. Wait to hear what it is. <laughs> yeah. And we'll go back and restart that. All right, okay. here. Okay. I really don't like that at all. I thought the wine was, was good. <laughs> um, it didn't taste too gamey to me. Um, similar to steak. Wait a minute, did he say? I thought the lion was, was good. You heard him right, lion meat inside a taco. <laughs> inside a taco. Where is now this? Now listen to it again. Okay. This is Florida, now listen to it again. Something as small as a taco. It's good, it's a little chewy. It's causing quite a big roar around Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Thank <laughs> How high are the writers on that news crew? They're so dumb. They just inject their fucking shitty humor into every story. It's causing a roar with the community. Hero's voice goes up too, just to make sure everyone caught it. Yeah. It's causing quite a big roar around here. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So lion meat in Florida. The news sucks. God. Yeah, that's why I don't watch the news. I'll I'll check I'll check out news clips online because I know there's something interesting. Probably usually, funny. Usually when they're online, they don't they don't try to inflect their stupid humor. They just try to report a little bit more. But this shit is just like he just made sure to yeah. change the yeah. <laughs> change the pitch of his voice so everyone made sure to catch a shitty joke. Yeah. That probably he didn't even write for himself. Oh no. Well, maybe he did. Who knows? It was like at, it was like on the spot, man. He's like, This, this is, is gold. <laughs> I'm gonna get an Emmy for this motherfucker right here. <laughs> oh, this could be it. This is my turning point right here. This is gonna be great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
too bad it's not tiger it's lion yeah <laughs> but whatever I, on the couch all day get out and try one of these <laughs> oh shit yeah so <laughs> yeah, joke you can pick up so but what this the store there so they're eating lion in tacos in florida king of the jungle how about king of the taco <laughs> <laughs> yes they're eating lion tacos in florida crazy crazy i'm uh I wonder if they have like a big lion population there. This like their control methods. It's like let's just fucking start eating those fuckers. Exactly. What do they have a zoo? <laughs> Where are they getting these lions from? I don't know, man. They ran out of tigers and bears. Oh my! Yeah. <laughs> like, that just had the bump bump bump. That was great. Yeah. So let's see uh, what they also have to say on this camel taco but it wasn't until they started serving the lion taco that got people around town to start talking our 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 animals are bred here locally in the united states they're bred for human consumption only for about 35 dollars that's an expensive taco jesus (laughs) me fucking tacos you can get for 35 yeah that's uh that's crazy i just forgot what i do you eat like weird shit like i would totally try that yeah Okay. I, okay. I I think uh well, let's see. Would I try that? Yeah. I mean maybe, you know, that kind of be a I I own a cat and I know they come from their descendants so of the line. You so, enslave a cat. Yeah. So <laughs> Slavery of cats is okay, but cannibalism of cats. Cannibalism of cats. Although I don't think it's called cannibalism if it's if it's no. I don't know. Oh, they'd have to eat themselves. Um <laughs> Which, they, and then you could eat that. Yeah, 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 exactly. This is our cannibal lion taco. Wait, what? <laughs> it just, it's, uh, I'm not going to use a fucking lion. Oh, it, it hits so close to home. I'm just saying that, like, <laughs> I, my cat descended from lions, so it's just kind of goofy, you know, like yeah. like a wolf. Like, I don't think I would eat a wolf because I'm a dog owner, you know? No. There's know. other weird shit that I would eat. Yeah. What's the weird, like, I have a, I like to try, I went through, like, a, a phase of just eating phase. I'll try anything. But um, fucking like beef tongue, love that, and the crock yeah, pot, so good. good. Yeah, um, got Tr- liver and and heart, and just like just trying different stuff. It was because I was watching fucking uh, Anthony Bourdain and oh, yeah. uh, the the weird foods that Andrew Zimmer guy or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Um, I just watching those on Netflix. I'm like, man, I want to start eating weird shit. So. Yep. Yeah. I was that way too when I'd watch that show. I think uh I mean I've tried, you know, pretty a decent amount of stuff. I mean, I've had like uh like tripe, like cow stomach and stuff like that, which yeah. is really good. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it just tastes like roast beef to me. But um yeah, I've had like tripe and soup and uh um, you know, like I I guess squid's not that odd, but like because you could get calamari, but like like real squid, you know, yeah. like not not raw cooked, but not breaded. Like that was a little different for me. That was really chewy, like octopus and stuff like that. I've tried that. I'm trying to think of anything really fucking awkward that I've had. I've had haggis. That's a little weird. I haven't had haggis. Is that the? Uh... It's, uh, it's it's like meat and potatoes stuffed inside a sheep stomach. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a little different. It's actually really good, but it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little different because you have to cut it open, and uh, that one was kind of odd. Um, my dad's tried some weird shit. Like my dad really likes like I've had like I know it's not weird, but like anchovies. That's uh, that's a little different tasting. They're so fucking salty. Yeah, it's a fucking fish. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that weird. It's like I had this like a, weird. I had a salty fish. 
Yeah, it's like a little leech with cum on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nasty. Uh, sardines were a little weird for me. My dad's like, my dad likes uh, Limburger cheese and like head cheese and shit. Like, I just can't. Yeah. Those things are fucking. I'm, I'm guessing Limburger cheese is probably decent. It's just the smell of it that just, yeah, it's just enough. I can't, I can't try it. Fuck me. Imagine how your breath fucking. Ugh. Oh yeah. Fucking <laughs> yeah. I'd be after eating Limburger cheese with that smell. It's great date cheese, man. Hey oh. baby, let's go try some cheese and wines. <laughs> I remember Limburger cheese, which is actually really tough to find now. But uh, I remember Limburger cheese from when I was a kid. Like my dad used to eat it. He'd open up the fridge and just open up the container of it. I mean, it would stink up the entire upstairs. Have you ever tried it? I don't know. I've had a lot of different stinky cheese, but I don't know if I've had that particularly. I may have. I don't know. You know. You know because the smell is just, it's nauseating. I don't know. I've had really smelly cheese before, but I I have no idea. But it's the worst. It'll knock you fucking over. It's, It's terrible. I'd try it. What's the stinkiest cheese you had? I don't know. Like, um, I've been to like places where they do um, like sample cheese samples, like all kinds of different cheeses. And when I I was just eating them, I wasn't really paying attention. But there's, I mean, there's some that are like super, that just reek and they're super strong. And there's, it's like putting a fucking moldy piece of shit in your mouth. Um, Yes. And then there's, you know, there's some that are, that are rank, but they taste pretty good. So, but I didn't really keep track. I wasn't really doing the right work of, you know, paying attention to what the fuck I was eating. So they're just like, but I've had all kinds of different kinds. So I don't know. I've had that. I mean, like trying to think of what else I've had. I mean, I've had foods obviously that make you stink after you eat them. Yeah. Yeah. Like fucking like garlic and shit. Yeah. Like pad thai. I'll just stink for like two days. Yeah. Acid fucking thai dumps. (laughs) oh man i had uh my roommate went and got thai food with his girlfriend uh like a few months ago and they had leftovers or whatever he's like you should get it you should you should try it it's really good it's like super like hot it's like they're sweating and they have like where they went they have the the hotness on a scale of 10 and this was like i think it was like a six or something like that so mid-range and he was telling me how his girlfriend was eating it she was just like sweating just oh yeah so i'm like fuck it i'll try it ate it delicious sweating as well um but the next morning like it like i knew i was gonna pay for it you know anytime especially now man i can't eat spicy shit anymore i'm getting old like it it's just painful now it's just not it's like getting to the point where it's not really worth it but the next morning after eating that it was like my asshole was dry heaving like (laughs) <laughs> I was having like convulsions in my stomach like I was, you know, going to throw up, but it was out the other end. It's like my body's like, get this the fuck out of me as fast as possible. It was like the most stressful morning ever. Um, they, and uh, of course, my roommate laughed about that because I have a lot of <laughs> problems when I sh- I have a lot of shitting issues, I guess. Oh, yeah, they used to uh, <laughs> what I used to live with a couple guys. We would always go to. uh we always used to go to a Thai place right down the block from us. It was just within walking distance. And we would go there at like two in the afternoon, fucking eat Thai food and start drinking beer. And then my, uh, my wife would come home and, you know, she would just walk into the living room. We'd just be drinking beer after we ate Thai food, you know? And I mean, it would, the, the living room would just fucking stink. It was, it was just bad. The combination of just 
like that shit coming out of your skin and all the beer and stuff. And then I was, I wasn't obviously, I was, uh, you know, dating my wife at the time, but then we would go out to the bar and they'd fucking try to hit on girls. That's stinky. Hi. How are you? You just like see the smoke cloud. Oh, (laughs) knock him out like Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Oh my love. Used to do that all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't really, I mean, I guess I haven't tried too much weird shit. My yeah. see, that's the thing. I eat a lot of different foods and my wife won't eat. My wife has a very, very picky palate. Yeah. And, uh, like I, I just, I love fish and I can't tell you the last time I ate fish. Wow. I mean, it's been years since I ate fish. I mean, I've eaten like, like I've had like tuna and stuff like that, you yeah. know, like whatever, but, or like, uh, like tuna from a restaurant, you know, it's just seared lightly on both sides, but yeah. An actual fish, fish, like I, I can't even fucking like a walleye or, you know, sunfish. Oh, I guess I had sunfish last year. So my, my commerce, my point was mood, mood. It's both. It's both. It's unimportant <laughs> yeah. and very silent. So I used to eat catfish all the time. That was yeah. fucking best. Catfish. catfish. I get catfish every once in a while. Um, Fresh? Love, no, no. Well, okay. sometimes but rare, very, very rare, but. Yeah. I imagine they don't have any too many uh, catfish breeding farms in California, do they? <laughs> no, but no. Well, I don't know. There's, I know there's like trout. I know there's trout farms and probably bass. So I don't know, but I don't know. I don't know climate wise. I don't know enough about fish to. Who knows? Yeah, but like a fresh fish though. Like I haven't. I mean, seriously, I haven't gone to a store and like got like two fresh fish fillets and brought them home and like cooked them. I haven't done that in, in years. Yeah. I do that every once in a while. It's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't eat fish a whole lot. Not that I don't like fish. Just, I don't know. Well, I eat sushi. I guess I eat fish in different forms. I don't always like cook it. Um, yeah. I probably eat sushi more than anything as far as when I do eat fish, but I get fish every once in a while, like um, salmon or trout or a good pollock. Mahi, mahi. Oh, mahi, mahi is my favorite. Yeah. So, that or swordfish. Yeah, see, I haven't had... I don't know if I've had swordfish. I haven't had a lot of... Well, again, it's like I probably have, and I just don't remember. I should probably pay more attention to what I eat. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I totally had that. And I'm like, okay. I usually have to have stuff a few times before I like remember. It's like, oh, I like that. Oh, sure, sure. You know. Yeah, like I, uh, I had uh, swordfish one time at Red Lobster when I was a kid, you know? Mm-hmm. And never been able to get like a good swordfish ever again and that was considered good from red lobster yeah i think red lobster changed man from when i was a kid to red lobster what it is now it's a completely different thing like red lobster to us when i was a kid used to be the treat yeah or like like uh when i was young it was uh it was like my mom, my dad, and, and one of our close friends and myself. I mean, that used to be the thing. Oh, we're going to Red Lobster. Oh, yes. And sit there and fucking pick out on those uh, uh, those biscuits. Yeah, the yeah the crab biscuits or whatever. Yeah, I think it's – I had that when I first moved out to San Diego like 11 years ago. We went to Red Lobster to like celebrate. We like found a, an apartment, me and the dude I was moving out here with. Yeah. And – um. Like, so let's go to Red Lobster and celebrate, get steak and lobster or whatever. And yeah. it was good, man. I enjoyed the hell out of it. But then, you know, a few years ago, a friend of mine worked there and went in for a meal, and it's just, like, horrible. So I don't it, know. I don't know if it's just my taste change because when I oh. moved out here, I didn't. I never really ate anywhere nice. I was, like, top ramen and fucking, 
you know, I just ate shit like uh, Tina burritos or, you know, I fucking I'd never had like nice. So that was really nice. But then, you know, over 10 years, I, you know, I've actually been to like nice restaurants and stuff like that now. Yeah. So it's like I go back now and it's like this is horrible or just cooking. Like when I went there, when I first moved out here, I didn't really cook, try cooking a whole lot of stuff. And now it's like I, you know, I'm cooking a whole lot of shit. So. I think it's I, just I think it's more my my tastes have changed. I don't think it really tastes have changed. I think the food has just gone to dog shit because Maybe. I had the same experience when I was a kid. You know, like I said, we used to go to Red Lobster. That used to be the big thing, you know, and it was yeah. just amazing. But then I went to Red Lobster like two or three years ago and I just got like it, it was shrimp and, and something else and uh, like scallops or something, you know, and it was it was fucking terrible. It's like mush. It's like it's not fresh at all. No, and I've had scallops and I've had lobster tail and stuff that I've cooked on my own, mm-hmm. so I still know that I like it. Yeah. But like red lobster is just it's it's fucking it's terrible. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah, it's no flavor. It's just horrible. I just do not like it. Yeah, and your lobster tail is like fucking like you know three inches long. Yeah, it's just yeah the quality isn't there. It's it's just not. A lot of restaurants have done that though. A lot of restaurants that I used to enjoy, I don't go to anymore. Especially chains. Chains are like. Just yep. going downhill. Like I remember when Subway sandwiches were actually like a decent sub. Yeah, where they put some fucking meat on it. <laughs> yeah. Now it's like the bread seems smaller. Just the portions are way smaller. Like everything's just like you yep. know, stupid. Yeah. It was the same thing with uh, like um, what was I just thinking of? Oh, dude, like Pizza Hut when I was a kid. Oh yeah. Taste totally different than Pizza Hut tastes now. Yeah, yeah. Pizza, just pizza, delivery pizza, most delivery pizza places in general used to be decent pizza. Now it's like soggy, paper thin. Yeah, it's most fucking disgusting. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's they trick us, though. They, they make us think that that's okay. Yeah, no. and it's like <laughs> everybody's doing it, too. So it's like it's all gone downhill. <laughs> it's not like yeah. just a few. Yeah, it's and and people are conditioned to it. Like... I don't give a fuck how many times they change your recipe. I'm never ordering Domino's again. Yeah, I tried ordering them. I ordered them twice, and the first time it wasn't that bad. Second time, it took like a fucking hour for them to show up. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this is Take the five, longest. Yeah, five I, minutes to make the pizza and 55 minutes to fucking get it. To yeah, you. so it was like, that was the last time. I was like, I'm done. And this was after they tried doing their whole new thing of like, oh, fresh, and after the dudes got busted on youtube for like picking their nose and putting on the pizza or whatever the fuck they did that's what happened that's what happened they videotaped themselves doing something to the pizza i believe checking the dough and all that stuff probably i i don't i don't think i ever saw the video but i remember when that came out and then the ceo of domino's like went on youtube like made a video of his own apologizing and saying they're changing everything and like people i remember people talking about how crazy that was for a ceo of a company to kind of use social media in that way sure um, and i could be off on that that's just like what i remember of the time because it was a while ago that was like eight years ago or something we but, promise at domino's your pizza will not taste like dick yeah anymore and then they went through the whole marketing thing like they bring people in to like this <laughs> this uh peer group thing where they're gonna review some shit and the walls fall away and they're like this is where our tomatoes come from yeah it's like <laughs> And this is where our cheese, look at the cows, we get it right here, we tricked you, aha, it's fresh pizza, it's like bullshit. Yeah, who gives a fuck where your tomato sauce came from? Yeah, it's like, it's good. 
It's like I drove by Domino's and there's no pasture. So I, yeah. it's not like you're getting that shit fresh, man. The fucking gas station right next to it. Yeah. <laughs> like there's no fresh food growing anywhere. Hydroponic tomatoes, maybe. Yeah. See, I, that all that stuff doesn't. I, I don't know. Maybe we're growing up, but like McDonald's doesn't taste like it did when I was a kid. See, I think it's just we've gotten. I mean, I think it's both. You know, uh, it's they've all gone downhill, but we've also been able to experience as we get older. You know what actual high end good food tastes like. So, uh, you know, then you're like, oh, that raises the bar. Like you had this bar of fast food. Like, oh, this is you know delicious, and then you get something that's like when you. F- first eat like first time i had grass-fed beef which wasn't that long ago is like this is a noticeably better cut of steak oh. than you know it melts in your mouth it tastes so it's like so much better so it's yeah. like the bar has been raised now so now when i eat when i when they don't have it available where i go shop it's like fuck man i, I totally noticed the difference now so it just yeah. we spoiled ourselves that's yeah it's true and like i'm on the search <laughs> One of the things that I realized recently, and I felt like an idiot afterwards, but like I was trying to be, I was just on the search to find like the steak that tastes like it comes out, you know, like it's restaurant made, uh-huh. you know, trying all these new spices and all this other shit. And I was doing that for a long fucking time. And then I finally realized the reason it tastes so much different than the ones that I make at home is because their ovens go to like 5,000 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> burners are set that high. And it's impossible to do that with a conventional oven. Yeah. You know, I'm out there buying fucking all these different spices and cast iron pans and all this shit. <laughs> it's like I cannot get it to taste right. Honey, I'm trying to make the world's best restaurant steak at home. At yeah. home. I'm going to work on Twinkies next, but first steak. I'm going to make Ste- a steak at home that tastes like fucking restaurant quality. I'm going to do it, babe. It's going to happen. I was trying to make fucking pan pizzas and uh, I almost <laughs> got it. It was <laughs> I just couldn't. And like everything I was trying was not working. I, I got it to taste good one time. I made a pan pizza and a cast iron pan, uh-huh. you know, I put it in the oven and it tasted okay like one time. And then the rest of it, the rest of the times they were just doughy and huh. it just tastes like pizza. Yeah, like I fucking, never, I worked in a pizza. Well, you worked in a pizza place too. Yeah. Um, like because of that, I never really, I was like, I'm not going to make a pizza at home. <laughs> I've done it. I've made enough pizzas. I'm good. Yeah, because you'll never be able to replicate that that taste of a brick fire oven. I mean, there's there's or brick oven or whatever. I, I think we were using brick ovens at Waldo's. You know, we and, had like uh, a conveyor belt oven. Yeah, yeah. You're never gonna be able to replicate that. It's like trying to make coke on your own. Yeah, cocaine. Come on, <laughs> leave it to the professionals. Clearly, <laughs> like Pepsi. Yeah, I'm gonna make some made Pepsi over the weekend. <laughs> In uh, minute, no grade school. I for a science fair I tried to make it was a taste testing thing my experiment and yeah. I tried to make homemade soda. <laughs> Ooh. I don't really remember the but it's just like soda water a shitload of sugar and sure. then flavoring is pretty stupid. It was like a last minute. I tried that too. I want to say that we had that for a science experiment or something where we had to try to make our homemade soda and it tasted like shit. Yeah, I want to say we tried doing that or something very similar to that. Now they make them the f- soda streamers where you yeah. make soda at home. I heard those aren't as good, but oh, I don't really? really drink soda any- anyway. Like I'll the only time I drink soda is when I am drinking whiskey with it. Yeah, like, I'll drink it. like uh, I'll usually have like a diet coke at lunch. Yeah, you know I don't want coffee. I want something sweet. 
mm. you know, have my coffee in the morning. Then I'll have like a Diet Coke at lunch. Or like sometimes I'll have like a Diet Sundrop. That's my new thing. Diet Sundrop? Is that a brand of soda? Yeah, it's uh, like it's kind of like a lemon flavored lemonade soda. Yeah, you probably don't get that around there, do you? That's no. I think that's more of a Midwest thing. Sounds like a delicious soda, though. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's Sunkiss, don't you? Uh, yeah, there's Sunkiss. That's like the orange juice, right? Or orange yeah. soda. Orange soda. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fanta, where you are? Yeah, Fanta. Yep. Yep. Get that too. Yeah, I think Sundrop might might be more local thing. What about RC Cola? Uh, we I think you can get it at there's a fucking I can't remember the store's name, but yeah, I think you can get it like ghetto ghetto places. I think you can still see. Yeah. I just yeah, um, Food for Less. I think you can find it. <laughs> yeah. Like Food for Less, you can find a lot of. There's a lot of good. That's where you, I get my beef tongue. It's like the only right. you know because there's a lot of. Uh, it's usually in like lower income neighborhoods. Lower income neighborhoods are usually more ethnic. So you get a lot more type of ethnic grocery options there. Probably don't probably don't charge as much either. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's like a big store and they like talk how they have like club prices like a, a Sam's Club, Costco prices, but you don't have to pay a membership type of thing and you bag your own groceries. Sure. But yeah, it's a, it's when you're when you don't have money, it's like a good place to go shopping cuz you can get a lot of they have like every kind of flavor of top ramen. Oh yeah. Ever it's like a whole wall of top ramen. Like, shrimp in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not just shrimp flavor. It's like they got the yeah. little sea monkeys in there. <laughs> oh god, I, I remember like uh I just remember I, I don't know if I could eat that stuff again. I I don't know. I used to eat top ramen. Wow. See, uh, when I was uh in school and obviously when I was, you know, poorer, um they uh <laughs> we used to make that shit all the time but i would just boil the noodles dump the water and then sprinkle the shit on top and then people called me weird a lot of (laughs) because you're supposed to mix it in with it make kind of a soup concoction yeah well clearly they were right but uh (laughs) yeah no i used to do i used to do that but i'd have like i wouldn't put all of the seasoning on it because it was just way too much sodium yeah like so much but yeah i used to i used to make all kinds of shit that was like what i lived on for so long like two thousand fucking grams of sodium in one packet. Yeah, well, it's because it's supposed to be all watered down in the broth, too. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. When you don't have uh, that water, it's like a lot, lot higher concentration of flavoring. Yes, I used to put salt on my pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, had a, I, had, <laughs> I went out with a girl that put salt on everything. Like a sh- like I'd put salt on something, and then she'd be like, "I need more salt." Like fucking crazy. I used to do that all the time but like i i don't do it as much anymore like yeah i only really put salt on like mashed potatoes like thanksgiving food i have to put salt on it yeah, like mashed potatoes yeah. and like stuffing and green beans but other than that i don't i don't fucking use salt that much but i used to be addicted to salt i would put fucking salt on everything yeah i don't know salt I, on pizza was probably my worst <laughs> like there wasn't enough sodium built into that fucking thing not enough yeah must make me thirstier to drink more beers with my pizza I guess the uh, I guess the uh, I guess the meal that we ate last night was kind of salty. You don't eat a salty meal when you have to fucking drink water immediately after you're done. Yeah, just feel or dehydrated. Or in, yeah, even though you might be fully hydrated, it's just like you need that. Yeah, that's when you know you put too much salt on it. Um, but yeah, we used to do that uh, macaroni and cheese, that fucking powdered shit. Yeah. And then if you and then if your paycheck was a little bit bigger, you bump yourself up to creamy shells and cheese. 
get Velveeta cheese for a change. Like we are fucking dining out in oh, class. <laughs> oh God. We just eat that shit. Oh, just the, the poor foods when yeah. you're just poor and don't have any money. Condensed soup. Yeah. You just get like knockoff saltines and condensed fucking soup and just load the thing so it's like 98% crackers and <laughs> soup. It's like a weird pasty oh. porridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And again, if you had money, you could upgrade to chunky every once in a while. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's that's the thing, man. When you're when you don't have a whole lot of money, you don't realize how you can spend a little bit more and get a lot better quality shit. Yeah. You know, this <laughs> is like you don't know, man. You're used to it's like I need to find I need to eat something out of a package, man. Top ramen. All right. There's two packages. <laughs> that's cool. I could do that. God, yeah. all those. Yeah. All those like just generic cheap foods that that I used to eat. Yeah. Think of some other ones. Cheese but, whiz. Yeah. Cheese whiz. Yeah. Freaking Lunchables. I remember Lunchables being the shit. And now it's like you get that. It's like, this is bullshit. This is like not even real ham. <laughs> this cheese. Like this stuff is, this is way too perfectly packaged to be yeah. this type of food. Yep. But when you're a kid, it's like, this is like, I am, I'm cooking my lunch right now. I'm making sandwiches. <laughs> I'm an yeah. adult, man. You're exactly. not the boss of me. The other one that I remember is like cheap peanut butter. It was just like soaking wet on the inside and it was just like watered down and nasty and yeah. a, just a cheap peanut butter and white wonder bread was, was the worst. Yeah. Like I never got it when I was a kid, but like my mom, you know, we didn't have a lot of money growing up and you know, it's like my mom would uh, make um, uh, like pot roast like fucking four nights a week, you know, <laughs> yeah. because my mom would work and then my dad would work. And, you know, every morning before I get up, I, you know, I, she would put in, put in a roast and cut up carrots and potatoes and celery because it was just cheap. It was cheap as fuck, you yeah. know, and we'd eat that. We'd eat that four or five times a, a week at yeah. night. I'm like, why the fuck are we eating chuck roast so many times a week? Yeah. You know, figured out when I get older, it's because it was just cheap. Yeah. You know, it was easy. You throw in a crock pot, you let it cook for fucking eight hours and it's a meal. I fucking love the crock pot, man. Oh, so do I. I still use it quite a bit. Yeah, that's I I love it. it the only bad thing is like you kind of have to plan because it takes so long. Yeah, it does. And then cleaning it for me is just a bitch. I'd hate cleaning fucking crock pots. Oh, yeah. Well, especially if you wait and it gets all all the residue yeah. gets crustified on the side. It's like, man, this is going to be a bitch. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But I want to get a pressure cooker, man, because those are like the uh, similar but the opposite. <laughs> you know, you cook shit super fast. Honor, what? <laughs> What'd you say? The 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 pressure cookers. Oh yeah, no, I said so you can go to a marathon. Oh no, <laughs> no, no. Okay, we have yes. to wait for a movie to come out of. Or <laughs> no. we can make jokes about it. Okay, I understand. Yeah, I need to entertain the crowd that goes to a movie. All right, Matt. It just yeah. doesn't. I can't. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna line the floors with pressure cookers. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be it's this new Tom Hanks movie where he's uh you know it's kind of like a spinoff of Forrest Gump where he just keeps running, and yeah. uh, you know we want to celebrate and the end is him you know winning like every marathon on earth, and so we're gonna line the the lobby with pressure cookers. Yeah. Pressure cookers, yeah. 
Yeah. They won't do anything. They'll just sit there the entire theater and have or the entire time in the theater and just have everyone on their seats. And, you know, we, we think it's a really good idea. We're going to lock the doors behind to make sure no one can get out and cut off, you know, all cell phone service and outside landlines and all that fun shit. We're just going to lock the doors. I think it'll be a good promotion. Let's do it. What do you think, boss? <laughs> yeah. What was that John Goodman movie where it was like the the 50s and he made a theater that had like rumble seats and elect, like shocked the matinee the matinee? It's like, yeah. That couldn't you couldn't do that nowadays. People would oh. freak the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Why is my seat vibrating? <laughs> yeah. Or uh Honey I Shrunk the Audience, that uh Disney thing. Like there's mist and stuff like that. I wonder who's I wonder if somebody sued, tried suing yet for that. I don't shit. know. What did they do with that? Uh, it was like you they would have it was four D. So it was like in three, I believe anyway. Um, like a dog would sneeze and these misters would like spray in your face um like something would supposedly be running by you and like it would just kind of whip your feet like a like a little not whip it hard but like just a like a feather touch to your you know the back of your leg so like free like it kind of inner it's like an interactive theater thing uh but like i don't even know if that's still around probably not because nobody knows like no kids know what honey i shrunk the kids is I just remember the scene in Bachelor Party where Tom Hanks is fighting that guy at the end and he fucking punches that punches that guy in the face. It's like oh, special effects are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen the speaking of punching like epic punching and face scenes? Have you seen the that uh political comedy that will uh fucking not Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, where he punches the baby. Yeah, that was like the most epic like <laughs> punch scene i've ever like that movie that scene alone is worth watching that i mean it's a pretty funny movie i was surprised it's it yeah. funnier than it, i thought it was going to be the campaign yeah the campaign there you go yeah. um that that scene which spoiler <laughs> alert <laughs> but it's worth it like that scene is amazing it wasn't a spoiler alert. i think they showed it in the previews yeah, i know but seeing it like i didn't even know like i was watching it was like oh this is the most amazing scene <laughs> in cinematic history <laughs> because what happens is i mean you know you don't spoil it but like you know the i mean shit just keeps happening to him that's out of his control oh yeah what but just the clarity like it's a super high quality slow motion shot that's just like oh man that's the most realistic thing i've ever seen that was a good movie yeah it's a funny movie oh you should wrap all right man Uh, at an hour yeah uh thanks for uh tuning in um so you can find me on Twitter at, at Matt Thomas, M-A-T-T-T-H-O-M-E-S. And I am at Ray Taylor. Um, I'm pretty sure you can spell it <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, and uh, InspiredDisorder.com, InspiredDisorderCollect.com. If you would like to save 10% on anything purchased at InspiredDisorder.com, use coupon code 2D1B at checkout. You'll save 10% and help out this podcast at the same time. Yeah, you should also everyone that else listens, uh check out uh check out the, the rest of the shows on there. Yeah, inspiresortercollective.com, all the other podcasts. Much love to all those guys and gals. Fun ones. Yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in and uh yeah, I guess we'll see you next week. Absolutely. I'm talking with Charles Ramsey. He's a neighbor. Uh, t- walk me through again what happened this afternoon. I knew something was wrong when a little pretty white girl ran into a black man's arms. Yeah, give away. Yeah, give away. My neighbor got big testicles, cause we see this dude every day. We 
eat ribs with this dude. But we didn't have a clue that that girl was in that house. She said, please help me get out. They ain't giving away, 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 they ain't giving away. My neighbor got big testicles, cause we see this dude every day. We eat ribs with this dude. But we didn't have a clue that that girl was in that house. She said, please help me get it out. So I open the door, we can't get in that way. The body can't get through the door, only your hand. So we kick, kick, kick the bottom. And she comes out and she says, it's some old girls up in that house. Call 911 and they called him at McDonald's. I knew something was wrong when a little pretty white girl ran into a black man's arms. They give away. Didn't have a clue that that girl was in that house. She said, please help.